the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It is a couple minutes after 4. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL.com. And on the app, thank you for tuning in. Beautiful day, plenty of sun, some clouds making their way through the area as the uh, evening progresses. 87 the high, low of 60 tonight. Tomorrow, kind of cloudy, breezy, high up to 93. Wow, Sunday, same story, high of 93, sunshine for a while, and then cloudy Sunday afternoon. Then go figure, it falls off a cliff. Monday's high, just 69. Then it bounces back up. Phil's lost 6-0 in Miami last night. Can't win them all. They're home tonight against Boston, opening up a series against the Red Sox, 7-0-5. NBA playoffs get going full speed ahead over the weekend. The Sixers open their series with Washington Sunday at home, 1 o'clock. That much ballyhooed home court advantage that they were vying for and getting that top seed. Head coach Doc Rivers on a Zoom call earlier today about that home court advantage. The advantage is, is we get to stay home. Uh, the advantage is our home crowd. The advantage is that we play well in this building. And so that gives us an assurance. I've always thought, and I hate overdoing the playoffs, but especially in the playoffs, I've always thought role players play better at home. You know, they just do. And so with us having home court, that helps our role players even more. The team they're playing, the Washington Wizards, which feature a couple of uh, amazing players, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. And what challenges does Coach River see with those two guys? Well, first is transition. They're they're a great transition team, uh, and against us, they'll probably try to be more of that. Would be my guess. Second is obviously uh, those two guys. You know, in one hand, you got Russ pushing the ball up the floor, putting a ton of pressure, trying to be the most physical guard in the series, and then you got Bradley. He's just a flamethrower. You know, so you have to deal with both. Uh, it's not one or the other; it's both, and you have to deal with both of those. And with Russ, you have to really, you know, try to take away the drives as much as possible uh, and try to take away his assists as much as possible as well. Sixers head coach Doc Rivers. Victoria, that's what they call me on the basketball court, flamethrower. Really? Yeah. I oh, yeah. you played basketball. Oh, yeah, all the time. Five slam a jamma, reverse dunk, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, Nerf ball, but still. Uh, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm actually very excited for the Sixers playoffs. Yeah. And, uh, I'm sorry. When is the first game? I One o'clock for the Sixers Sunday afternoon. Wow. That is exciting. So full slate of games happening uh, tomorrow. They had that play-in round where uh, the lower seeds, uh, you know, kind of a uh, single elimination or double elimination, and then the whole ball of wax gets rolling full-blown tomorrow. Here so. we go again. Another year of playoffs. But let's hope this year we go a little farther, I guess. So we'll All see right. how it starts on Sunday. I agree. I agree. Uh, by the way, our Bible League scoreboard continues to show progress as well. 1,374 Bibles accounted for, 826 to go. And we have, what's today, the 21st? So we have uh, 10 days. I think we can get there. I'm sure we can get there. If you want to help out, just $5 for the cost of a single Bible. 
We're looking to bring 2,200 Bibles by the end of the month to Africa. Love it on many levels, the simplicity of it, the affordability of it, and certainly uh, the bonus, if you will. It may seem obvious, but it's going to be in the recipient's own language, which is not something to be taken for granted. You can help out, 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, or click the Bibles for Africa banner at WFIL.com. Very excited, Victoria, today, a true virtuoso on guitar. Phil Keggy going to be joining us. He's in town at the Ocean City Tabernacle. He's there tomorrow night, free concert. 7 o'clock is the start time for that, octabernacle.org for details. And Phil is going to be taking a break from cutting the hedges this afternoon before he uh, gets ready to practice up and come and do the show tomorrow night. So we'll chat with Phil. And not to be, don't get, uh, don't get whatever over there, Victoria. You know, we have on the back end, uh, and Phil is a funny guy. We're not going to do puns with him, but you and I will do the pun segment after Phil hangs up and gets back but to cutting his funny. hedges. Yeah. Well, well, and and Phil is too. But I just uh, we're going to talk about his music more than anything. He has over sixty albums that he has done over the years. We'll talk about the concert, talk about music and ministry he has done, and try and work in some music as well along the way during the uh, fine broadcast today. And again, cap it off with now that's punny on the back end of the show. Just getting started. It's Tim DeMoss Show, AM five sixty WFIL dot com, and on the app. Thanks for tuning in today. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app, just a little taste of morning light, one of many classics from Phil Keggy over the years. City Tabernacle tomorrow night at 7. Details at octabernacle.org. And Phil joining us. Hello, Phil. How are you? Hi, Tim. I'm doing well. Thank you. That's yeah. great. We're, we're excited to have you come into town. And, uh, man, you've, wow. you've been at this a lot of years. You still enjoy the, I mean, the travel may be a bit uh, much sometimes, but you still enjoy getting out there and engaging folks and, and presenting the gospel from the stage as you do? I really love sharing the gospel. That's the that's the main and number one reason for what I do. I'm not a big fan of traveling, but I've been doing it since 1965. That's when I first started hitting the road and going out of town with my band in those days. And, you know, I'm 70 years old now, and uh, so I'm, I've, I've managed to grow up some, not physically so much, but hopefully spiritually somewhat. And uh, I'm still making a lot of music I, because of uh, the whole COVID thing and everything like that and the travel restrictions or whatever. Our concerts were canceled last year. And so my last concert live in front of folks was November 6th. Hmm. And so this will be my first concert since November 6th. Um, oh, wow. I'm, I'm set up in my room, my studio today, to rehearse songs. I've been I've been quite active, Tim, with projects and recordings and uh i've got a new acoustic sketches project i just uh, am releasing now uh, a new album with jeff johnson called ravenna and um uh, uh, another album coming out very soon called band of brothers with three other friends of mine uh, it's a real band effort really nice album hmm. that's and that's a vocal album 
And so, and then uh, I've got a new album called Music Tellers, which is instrumental improvisational with cello, guitar, percussion, and keys and flutes that we recorded recently, um, just a couple weeks ago in my studio. And it's all improvisational, but beautiful, beautiful music. And uh, so that's that's what's going on. And uh, so artistically, I'm having a ball playing the guitar. I do sessions for people a lot and um, for various artists. And uh, so that's that's keeping me busy. And I'm grateful for a home studio to do that sort of thing. Absolutely. Folks, just tuning in, we're chatting with Phil Keggy on the Tim DeMoss Show. And Philly here, we're very glad to have him on. I'll be in town tomorrow night at Ocean City Tabernacle. The event actually is a free opportunity for folks to come. They're going to have to spread folks out a bit, but a wonderful nearby opportunity for people to take this in. And as you mentioned, your first concert in, in a number of months, uh, I DJ weddings, and it was my last wedding was October 27. And then about a few weeks ago, I had three. And it was like having to like shake all this dust off and be like, wow, I remember doing this, but I got used to not doing it. Uh, do you anticipate you know, yeah. like, you know being able to just get back into it without too much trouble, or yeah, you've been doing it a long time, but still without having done it for a number of months? Well, yeah, you know, um, it's it's just a different thing. You know, I've gotten kind of used to not being so, you know, so much a public figure. Yeah. Um, uh, in fact, I hadn't even done any concerts online, you know, that sort of thing. Right. But I do send birthday greetings and <laughs> stuff like that and little messages through song to friends and family but uh, it's going to be good it's going to be good for me uh i turned a corner when i made a, a song list up with my wife of the songs from the past and the new songs i said i think i can do this i won't be too afraid i won't be too afraid i won't be scared i know i won't be but the thing <laughs> is the lord is with us as we travel and he's with us you know uh, as we lift him up, and I just, I just want to encourage my friends who come to the concert to keep faith. The greatest news, the best news going today is the truth of the gospel. You know, when the Lord said, "The sun, when the sun sets you free, you are free indeed." And uh, you know, those of us who long for liberty and freedom, uh, the greatest freedom we have is knowing Jesus. Our sins are forgiven. Uh, we have a new life in Christ, and. Uh, I love proclaiming the good news of the gospel. And, uh, you know, just, just the things that the Lord has taught us alone, you know, um, besides the fact that he's an historical person and figure in history and time, um, yeah. the things he taught us is, is a great way to live, you know, to love one another, to do as do to others as you would have them do unto you, and, and the golden rule, you know, all those things that we take for granted, but mercy and forgiveness and gentleness, faithfulness, you know, all the fruit of the Spirit, the good stuff, the good stuff. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I think that can come through vocal music, you know, music with lyrics as well as music, uh, just instrumental music. I think the heart of it hopefully will come through in the concert. I love what you said about the freedom of of the gospel. Uh, Obviously, in the last year and change, uh, folks are focused sometimes on the freedoms that are maybe temporarily not happening and and forget that Mm -hmm. even in the midst of everything, that the greatest freedom is still there and doesn't doesn't go away. That's that's a great reminder. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. I knew you grew up yeah. um, in a large family. Did you? Was it a Christian home growing up? Or, or when, I was curious how, when you got to know the Lord and, and how God really got a hold of you, when that took root and, and took shape. Well, I grew up, my mom was a very devout Catholic, Irish Catholic woman. 
Hmm. Uh, my dad was, you could say he was in a, in a way uh, kind of a nominal Lutheran, but he supported mom's um, belief and effort to get us kids to follow God. Uh, so I grew up, you know, I went to parochial school. I, I, I said my prayers and all that. But I really, truly, you know, needed to be, uh, I needed more, I, I needed a rebirth in my life spiritually. And uh, when mom passed away because of a car accident that occurred on Valentine's Day of 1970, hmm. um, that really devastated me as an 18 year old kid, young rock and roll musician. It just kind of rocked my world. Um, And then my oldest sister, Mary Ellen, who uh, I had had deep, deep respect for and love for, she had been born again, and she shared the gospel with me right out of the pages of the Bible. And then she took me to a church, uh, and and, and that's where I heard with my heart the good news of the gospel, and uh, I gave my heart to, to the Lord. And then my life was, was transformed. It was just changed, and um, I just became a different person. And I began to write about my faith in the Glass Harp band that I was with at the time. And our first album clearly shows where my belief is, you know, or was. <clears throat> and uh, so that's what happened. And um, mm. and that's been 51 years now. And, uh, wow. and I've, I've, I've shared through music all my life and through my travels that yeah. faith in my songs yeah. yeah Phil Keggy our guest on the Tim DeMoss show on AM560 WFIL.com and on the app Phil going to be in concert tomorrow night, a free concert at the Ocean City Tabernacle in Ocean City New Jersey octabernacle.org for details on that quick break come back and keep our conversation with Phil Keggy going on WFIL thank you for listening today Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. I want to play this song instead of the regular one. This is called Pilgrim's Flight, Phil Keggy, from his Master and the Musician CD. This gives you an example of some of Phil's classic work as well. Just listen in for a second. Built the Ocean City Tabernacle tomorrow. Before the break, we were chatting about the spiritual dynamic in your home growing up. I understand it was a musical home as well. Uh, and and I was curious if there's any example of a, a picture you could paint what it was like growing up. Um, I, I had Mike Love from the Beach Boys on a, a year or two ago. And he talked no about. Kidding. Yeah, he was great. He just described the cousins coming over. I asked him specifically about harmony since. I mean, I'm sure everyone wants to sing a great song, but how Beach Boys are known for their harmony. So I asked him where that came from, and he described their living room and all the cousins coming together and all that. And with 10 kids in your house, I'm guessing there were some impromptu jam sessions or collaborations going on growing up, special instruments lying around and all that? Well, there were. My my grandfather, uh, Grandpa Keggy, my dad's dad, played a Martin guitar. Uh, and, you know, he, he, he comes from the old school, but he liked Hank Williams and music like that. Um, Brother Dave took up the guitar, although his profession was being a pilot. Hmm. Brother Dave got me my first electric guitar when I was in the fifth grade. And it's interesting, when I was in the seventh grade, I won a talent show at my school playing a Beach Boys song. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was. I loved the Beach Boys as a kid, you know. Yeah. And um, Carl Wilson playing the Jaguar guitar and... 
Al playing the uh, the Stratocaster, and you know yeah. I was really into Fender. I got a Fender Stratocaster eventually. Oh, but my oldest sister, who led me to the Lord, Mary Ellen, had a beautiful voice, and she sang with big band. And she ended up going to Hollywood, and she was an actress for over twenty years in yeah. movies and TV. In fact, she plays a she has a speaking bit in the Ten Commandments. If you most people have seen it, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, when they when they discovered the baby Moses in the basket in the in the river, yeah, and uh, I think they call it what they call it in the, in the oh film. in the reeds, yes. Um, she's the one that says, "Oh, be sure it's not a crocodile." You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was that was her, you know. And uh, but she was in movies with you know Anthony Quinn and uh, Donald O'Connor, wow. uh, a Tarzan movie. She was in a scary movie. She was on the I Love Lucy show. She played in a, a role, a skit with Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis. And, oh, fun. You know, she, she did a lot of stuff in Hollywood. She was in a lot of Westerns, like Rex Allen movies. And uh, But she was so full of light. And um, uh, I, wrote, I wrote music to a poem back in 1975, a tune, a tune called Portrait. Uh, it was on my Love Broke Through album. And that song completely described my sister. Hmm. And uh, which came from a poem called Portrait of a Christian. Not only in the words you say, not only in your deeds confessed, but in the most unconscious ways Christ expressed. Is, uh, that was my sister. And so, and then my younger sister, my youngest sister, who came to the Lord at the same time with me, she's three years younger. We wrote a lot of songs together, like Tender Love, My Unspoken Words, You Have My Heart. Let's see what other songs... Um, uh, carry me back. You know, there's a lot of songs that I had recorded that my sister wrote the lyrics and I wrote the music to. Yeah. So yeah, and then Brother Mike, who passed away uh, uh, about five years ago, he was uh, he loved to sing. He sang at at, at uh, events at school and beyond that in college and uh, you know those days. So yeah, but as as one of ten children, there was a lot of music appreciation in our family and. When my brothers would bring home LPs and 45 RPM records, I was totally taken into it, and I, <laughs> I became a big Elvis fan, and I loved the guitar playing Scotty Moore. And uh, so that influenced me as a youngster. And then as when the British invasion happened and the Beatles came out, I, I started getting into George Harrison's guitar playing, and then I thought I would try to sing like Paul McCartney. And, <laughs> and I, don't, I don't know if I ever achieve that but he was a real vocal inspiration to me over the years well I met him actually back in 1992 we actually sat at his brother-in-law's uh, uh at at a wedding event for his wife's sister and i played at really? and we actually played guitars you know chimed in and sang a little bit together back 31 years ago so wow. yeah that's fun well and it's funny you mentioned that just you know, you mentioned turning 70. I'm thinking life goes quick, and yet you've seen so many wonderful and had many wonderful opportunities and, and to serve the Lord along the way. One of the songs that I grew up with when I was a kid, I remember my dad playing on guitar was When I'm 64 by the Beatles. And I remember uh -huh. thinking, like, man, that 64, that's like way, what? Like my dad was in his Wait. 40s, right? And I'm like, that's, and now my dad is 93. He calls it advanced middle age. He's still go, doing strong, going strong, still plays guitar. And uh, I'm 52, and uh, almost 53, and I think, wow, life uh -huh. goes by quickly, you know. Um, 
and anyway, I just I remember that and, and appreciation. Do you, do you have songs like that that you remember from back in the day that still you know hold true years later that that you just grew up on that you love still to this day? You mean like from other artists? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you I, know, I'll, I'll tell you like uh, for instance, pretty much most of the '50s Elvis tunes, you know, like "All Shook Up" and "Don't Be Cruel" and mu- music like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I still get a thrill listening to it. My Baby Left Me, which was a B-side to I Want You, I Need You, I Love You. Yeah. That song also I love very much. But, um, but I Want to Hold Your Hand holds a special place because of the sound of the voices and the sound of the guitars and how that was so fresh and new in 1964. Mm. Um, but then songs like Bridge Over Troubled Water by Simon and Garfunkel mm. was the first time I ever heard it was the morning my mom's funeral. And so for years after that, I couldn't hear that song without thinking of her wow. and being touched in my heart, you know. And then there's the, the classical music of, like, Rayfon Williams of England, uh, A Lark Ascending. Whenever I hear that, I'm, I'm emotionally moved because I think there's something in that that takes me back to my childhood. And um, because my brother used to listen to classical music, the music and the melody and the emotion that comes across in that particular piece, A Lark Ascending, has always moved me through my life. Whenever I put it on, it just takes me to a special place. The guitar playing of uh, various guitar players, you know, like Julian Bream, John Renborn, Michael Bloomfield, uh, George Harrison, all the list goes on, Michael Hedges, is so many people that influenced me over the years. Uh, I'm grateful to them and for their their influence. But I'm mostly uh, appreciative to my dear wife, Bernadette, of almost 48 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> She's been such an encouragement to me and always keeps me steady and even-keeled. Like that Bruce Coburn song that says, My Lord and My Lady, keep me sane. That's a good line. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there, there you have it. That's neat. I, 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 you know, I even mentioned it when I was in, uh, I was in Chattanooga for a wedding uh, last weekend, and uh, after we had a little worship set, um, everyone gathered in the living room, and then a couple folks jumped on. My son Tim's twenty three. He hopped on the piano and they played, played the Beatles song when I'm sixty four. So even generation, and then the generation down the line, they just hopped on for fun and started playing around and. It's neat to have heritage type songs and artists that you appreciate. I know uh, we, you know, I've had you on the show. It's been a long time, but I remember when Love Divine came out. I think that that had a Beatlesque feel to it. Back that was when the '90s, sometime or mid '90s. Oh maybe. yeah, back well, back when I was doing uh, and Lynn Nichols was producing the Crimson and Blue project. Yeah, I said, man, I'd love to write a song like uh, All My Loving. He goes, Yeah, go ahead, <laughs> call it Love Divine. <laughs> and I, I said, okay. So I wrote Love Divine. And in fact, you know, close your eyes and I'll kiss you. And yes. <laughs> well, mine goes, I never knew such a love. So the first three notes are exactly the same. But that's I, about as close as it gets. Well, while we're on the subject, let's put it on. Uh, Phil Keggy, Ocean City Tabernacle, tomorrow night at 7. This is Love Divine from the Crimson and Blue album on WFIL. That you gave me all your love. Love Divine from Phil Keggy. Again, 
fill-in concert tomorrow night, the Ocean City Tabernacle, absolutely free, Ocean, uh, OC, I'm sorry, OC Tabernacle, octabernacle.org for info on that. We'll keep our chat with Phil going in a second. Just a quick check forecast, a good deal of sunshine still for the rest of the afternoon and the early evening, then some clouds, low down to 60, kind of cloudy tomorrow, breezy, high up to 93, stay hydrated, and Sunday, same thing. Sunday, uh, for a while on Sunday, and then kind of cloudy in the afternoon, Sunday's high also 93. Phil's lost to Miami last night, 6-zip. They're home against the Red Sox tonight, 7-0-5. NBA playoffs get going full speed ahead over the weekend with the Sixers opening their series against Washington Sunday afternoon at home at 1. And Ben Simmons, who last year, one of their star players, he's only 24, but he's in the league for a few years now, does he remind other players, including rookies, to not take the opportunity to be in the playoffs for granted? Yeah, for sure. You know, I won't take it for granted because I was in the same position last year and obviously got hurt and wasn't able to play the playoffs. So me and this team, you know, got to take it as this could be the last opportunity to get to play with each other. Um, and that's how we got to look at every game. You know, we got to go out there and play like it's our last. That's Ben Simmons of the Sixers last year had a knee injury and missed the series with the Celtics where the you know Celtics swept the, the Sixers right out of the playoffs. It was very hard for him to watch, but nothing he could do about it. So, yeah, take it, take it, don't take it for granted and enjoy the opportunity that's right in front of them. Again, starts 1 o'clock Sunday afternoon. As far as how intense things go and how many minutes everybody plays during the season, they kind of manage that. But does head coach Doc Rivers plan to manage minutes uh, as what the way he does during the season? Yeah, you're not worried about minutes in, in the playoffs or in the regular season you are. Now, an example, in a regular season, the team could be making a run. And I look over and I ask, how many minutes does Joel have left? In, in the minutes that we want him to play tonight. You don't ask that question in the playoffs. You just put Joel back in. You know, so it's it's a little easier in that way. Uh, not having to juggle minutes, for sure. Joel, of course, Sixers uh, star player and MVP candidate finalist, uh, Joel MB. Quick break. Phil Keggy continues our conversation. We'll keep that rolling in just a second. And then we have our Now That Pony segment to cap things off as well. Still lots to come. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. From his The Master and the Musician album, this is Wedding the Commander. Phil Kecky. In concert tomorrow night, Ocean City Tabernacle, Ocean City, New Jersey. Over 60 albums over the years, many different styles, including gentle acoustic, beautiful music. We were talking about the Beatles classic when I'm 64 a little bit ago. Uh, you wanted to add to that, Phil? I've always loved that tune, and um, and I did a version of that for my brother Mike when he turned 64. Hmm. Uh, and I did. I put it on a little obscure project called Special Occasions. I think you might be able to find it, possibly. On my Bandcamp site, um, okay. Keggy's Garage, it's called. If you go Bandcamp, Phil Keggy, you might be able to find it. I think it's up there. I could be wrong, but I, I did put it on that album. And it sounds good for, you know, a copy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll look that up because in our family, as you know, it means a lot. Um, well, you know, you've been very generous with your time, Phil. You could talk all day. I know you have... 
the rehearsing you mentioned to get ready for for the concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, and tomorrow night, again, folks tuning in, Phil Keggy going to be at the Ocean City Tabernacle tomorrow night at 7. Details, octabernacle.org. Maybe just a, a last question or two to wrap up the thought. You've talked a little bit about the um, the instrumental versus songs with words. You've done tons of albums um, with both. I think people sometimes feel like songs that have words are easier to follow. Like this is clearly the Lord because he's singing about the Lord. But maybe talk about the instrumental side of things and how God comes through even if there are no words at all. Well, yeah, because, you know, uh, I think there's a spirit to music. I think melody is uh, is a beautiful thing. You know, it doesn't say when David played for King Saul to help relieve him of his distresses. Hmm. Uh, it didn't say he sang to him, but he played his harp for him, or before him, and and perhaps God used those melodies and the and those tones and melodies that uh, that stirred the heart. And I think it happens sometimes. It's the melody of a song that brings the lyrics across into the heart in a way. So that I love the gift of melody, and I've always been a melody man, and. Uh, so yeah, I think I think God uses instrumental music. Oh, I I do remember when I did, did my first instrumental album called The Master and the Musician back in 1978. The folks that put the album out thought that it needed some sort of a justification, so they wrote a story. <laughs> they had a fellow write a story that was to go with the music to just somehow, you know, I don't know. To me, I, I didn't have any story in mind. It's just the music itself that that I was communicating. Yeah. But uh, then when I re-released the album uh, on the 30th anniversary back in 08, we just put it out, just the music and not not the story that went with it initially, um, because it didn't need the story. It's just I like when people listen to music, to my music, they get their own ideas and images and yeah. let it speak to them in however way they want it to be. But honestly, you know, like hymns, I did a hymns album in 2001 or so like that, something like that. My last album for Word Records before I became an indie artist again. Yeah. Um, and it was instrumental, and it was a hymns album, and I thought to myself, I really didn't want to do it because the hymns, what makes the hymns special is the melody. I mean, is the words to those hymns, mm. the truth that's conveyed in the hymns. But, you know, somebody could hear some of them and sing the words that they know to it, you know. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm more of a, a modern sort of writer, in a sense. I'm not a super successful. Um, I'm not on the radio much, let's put it that way. But I still write songs. Um, in fact, uh, you remember Randy Stonehill, right? Absolutely. Well, I recorded a song... About this time last year, that's going to go on his 50th celebration album with various artists doing a, a Randy song. And his song that I chose was Lazarus Heart. really came out great. And my friend Rex uh, Paul, who I did an album a couple of years ago called Illumination, yeah. he produced it, I, and uh, he mixed it, and he added his magic to it, and uh, or his touch to it, however you want to look at it. Yeah. Um, I'd love to send you an MP3 to play it. I'd hear it, absolutely. Yeah, maybe you could play it on the show. It's a really great, great song, great song. And it came off really good. So, Well, 
let me ask you this, Phil, as we maybe wrap up the the two things. Uh, this is a kind of a two direction mm-hmm. question, but it's, it pro- probably applies. You met, I was going to ask you early, and then you answered the question before I could ask it. How much planning you do when you do a concert uh, versus you know you've done so many concerts that you like to just have a skeleton mm-hmm. outline and kind of go with the flow. Uh, but it sounds like you're pretty intentional, and I would think with 60 albums or whatever it is, and glass heart music, you really could be very strategic and think, well, how do I, how do I share my lifetime of music in an hour, you know, an hour, an hour two hours, whatever it is. Uh, so similarly, with people who have maybe have heard an album, it's been a while since they've heard your music, or in, even if they are mm-hmm. big fans, it's going to be hard to keep up with everything. How, what advice you might have for people who are interested in getting to know your music better where do, where do they start or two or three albums that you maybe tend to point them to to let them and then they go from there just like with the concert well breaks. appreciate you asking um right now the best place is my band camp site where you can actually stream the music you can listen to it for free and i think there's over a hundred projects there wow. um okay. half of them are live live concerts over the years from the 70s all the way to last year but there's a number of my vocal and instrumental albums that are up there. Okay. And and you could just kind of search around, look at the covers, and see what might appeal to you. There, there's a great variety of stuff, you know, because I love variety of music. And there's rock and stuff, there's general acoustic stuff, there's instrumental, there's vocal, there's collaborations, lots of collaborations. And, um, but I think... Uh, a good play- Well, we're going to do a deluxe version of the Love Broke Through album. Right now we're compiling demos and outtakes and extra jams that happened in the session mm. from 19, uh, 1976. Uh, putting that together, and that's going to come out as a special deluxe edition. Um, that's great. Yeah, yeah. In fact, Leland Sklar, who played for years with James Taylor, he talked about that album on YouTube. He's got all these episodes you talked about people you he's worked with and he really it was really nice of him to speak about that album and he played literally four songs during that half hour from the Love Broke Through album and from that session those sessions that I had done with him and um, and other great you know musicians of that time so yeah. um, my What a Day is a special album to me it was my first solo album in 1973. But um, but beyond nature and wind in the wheat and the master musician and all the albums I've done with Jeff Johnson those are all very special. But yeah. I'd also like uh, let people know that there's this album called Music Tellers that's up there that I'm pretty excited about. Yeah. Uh, and then if you want a really good shot in the arm with a bit of rock and roll that would be the Illumination album I did with Rex Paul, which is uh, just a couple years old and. Uh, and we're we're both singing pretty well, and I also do about four old songs on that album, like Full Circle, Time, um, Let Everything Else Go, and Spend My Life With You, songs from the 70s and 80s. Okay. But the rest of it is new material, and uh, so anyway, I've, I've chatted enough. I've blabbered enough. <laughs> no, enough. it's it's great. I just want to give you the floor and, and take your time saying that's all good. That's that's great info. The one of the jamming songs you've done over the years I I loved and speaking of collaborations was uh Ain't Got No with Russ Taft with the Sunday's Oh Chuck. Yeah, yeah. That was I remember that, sure. <laughs> that was a a, a really fun no. song. <laughs> right? Finally tell you the truth. 
<laughs> yeah. Ain't got no pocket full of blues. <laughs> Remember yeah. that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, Phil. Well, good to talk to you, my friend. All right. God bless you, Phil. Have a great rest of your day. Appreciate it, Tim. Take care. Bye. All right. Phil Keggy at the Ocean City Tabernacle tomorrow night at 7. Free concert. OCTabernacle.org for info. Just going to play a little chunk of that song I was referencing there with Phil. This is Ain't Got No from the late 80s. One of many songs Phil's done over the years. A song with Russ Taft. It's Bill Keggy and Sunday's Child in the late 80s with Russ Taft. Just wanted to slip that in a little bit. And also he referenced a shot in the arm in the end of our conversation. Uh, the song or the album Illumination which came out a couple years ago. That what you just heard there was some, what, 33 years ago. A couple of years ago. Had an album out called Illumination, and there's a song in there called Nothing Can Separate Us. I thought this would be great to just remind ourselves, too, of what's true. From Romans chapter 8, it says, What then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? At the end of that, it says, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And this is that song... That Phil is referencing, that's a shot in the arm. It starts off kind of a fun, tears for fears that everybody wants to rule the world kind of rhythm. And then it jams up a little bit. It's our famous Friday show. Now that's punny on the way, too. It's Phil Keggy, Rex Paul, FIL. AM560, WFIL.com on the app from the Illumination LP. It's Phil Keggy and Rex Paul. Nothing can separate from Romans chapter 8. Again, Phil in concert tomorrow night. It's free. Tickets not required. First come, first serve in terms of the seating. And that's at the Ocean City Tabernacle. You can find out more at octabernacle.org. Doors open at 615. And there's a, a local artist doing a little pre-worship thing, pre-concert deal. And then at 7 or so, it'll be time for Phil. By the way, Phil Keggy, in case you don't know how to spell his last name, K-E-A-G-G-Y. So it's Phil Keggy, K-E-A-G-G-Y.com. If you want to look up more about Phil and his 60-plus albums from the past 40 or so years, lots to delve into there. Quick break. We'll come back and shift gears and cap off this week. The only way that's really appropriate, I think, with our Now That's Punny segment. That's up next, WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 4.55 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Before we get into our Now That's Punny segment, don't forget, a lot of contests are happening at all times with the radio station. Pretty much WFIL.com. Click on the contest link and you'll see them right there. We did $1,000 for Mother's Day. We have a $1,000 giveaway for Father's Day coming up next month. That's already a contest you can get in on. The uh, Dead Sea Squirrels series, Mike Naraki, the VeggieTales co-creator, giving away the latest two books in that series and a grand prize of all eight books. And that's just a couple of the many prizes you could win. So keep, uh, keep in the loop on that. We'd love to make you a winner. We make winners all the time, including with our Ministry of the Month 
Truth for Life, which is up here in a few minutes. So uh, we're giving away Alistair Begg's latest book uh, as part of that. That all said, so WFL.com for that. And now, Victoria, are you ready? For now, oh, I am. Now that's funny. Did you hear about the Irish guy who got rid of his spine? No. Well, in the interview, he explained, it was holding me back. Uh-oh, hold on. Me back. Uh-oh. Are you having trouble with the... No, these weren't pulled up. We're trying to find the reaction. <laughs> oh, no. Uh... What happened? That's where you hit the rim, the rim shot. Do I have to do the reactions to my own jokes? The Tim DeMosh. That ain't it. Uh, nope, that's uh, not oh, it. Here we go. What would you do with a brain if you had one? I have a feeling I'm going to have to do my own today. You might have to. It's okay. Well, you can laugh if you want. I removed the shell from my racing snail. I have a racing snail at home. And I was thinking if I take his shell off, that will make the racing snail faster. But instead, it just got more sluggish. Hey, Victoria, do you know why the shrimp wouldn't share his toys? Because he's a little shellfish. (laughs) Thank you very much. In the safari, keeping with the animal theme, why don't big cats play poker? It's because there are too many cheetahs. Victoria, what's red and bad for your teeth? A brick. My mom always said that life (laughs) is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. You're going to get fine puns here every Friday. What did Cinderella say when her photos didn't arrive in the mail? Someday my prince will come. (laughs) And most importantly, Victoria, what do you call a guy who never farts in public? (laughs) A private tutor. (laughs) Oh, lovely. Hey, you were laughing. Admit it. Have a great weekend. See you Monday. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.